Lent's Deacon Talking, the first Sunday of Lent, Year B. Good morning and welcome to the first Sunday in Lent. The first reading is from Genesis chapter 9, God's covenant with Noah after he had saved him from the waters of the flood. The second reading is from the first letter of St. Peter, the water is a type of the baptism which saves you now. And the Gospel from Mark is that Jesus was tempted by Satan and the angels looked after him. But let's begin with Psalm 24. Your ways, Lord, are faithfulness and love. from heaven you are my son the beloved my favor rests on you and at once the spirit drove him into the desert and he remained there for 40 days and was put to the test by Satan he was with the wild animals and the angels looked after him after John had been arrested Jesus went into Galilee there he proclaimed the gospel from God, saying, 
The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. There is a real urgency in Mark's gospel, particularly in chapter 1, where he seems to use it like a prologue, rushing through everything to reach the point where Jesus is proclaiming the good news by his words, actions and very presence. He even uses language that keeps us on the move. The present historic, it's an aspect in poetry that brings the past to life. So a phrase like hurls into the desert is more frantic than hurled into the desert. And it adds a pace to the narrative, an urgency, and it was used in the original Greek. The reason is that Mark wants to present Jesus as the Holy One now, who has already won the battle with the evil one. He has been baptised, declared Son of God, grappled with Satan, and is ready now to bring the rule of God to the world. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the good news. These are the words we hear when we received the cross of ashes on our foreheads on Ash Wednesday. They call us to conversion, a change of heart, a new mindfulness in Christ, who is now presenting the mystery of God directly into our lives. And there's no time to waste in accepting this new covenant from God. Mark is telling us again today that the time is right for the new message from God, delivered not just by anyone, or even a prophet, or an angel. The herald of the good news is the ultimate messenger. The truth will be seen in his words, actions and very presence. This is the Son of God, who is powerful, holy, mighty, in ways so strange and mysterious that it will take another 15 chapters for Mark to explain why we should repent and believe the good news. If we say no, the offer still stands, because the offer is based on love. One over the, the time and history of the Old Testament, we read about the attempts made between God and humanity to make some kind of covenant and find a good way to manage the relationship. Father Henry in the Wednesday Word says that time after time it is the human partners of the covenant who fail and break the relationship with God and say no. Time after time it is God who forgives and offers a new covenant again hoping for a yes this time. The failure is because people are sometimes just not ready for the new message. But the offer still stands waiting. The promises are based on love. And the one today with Noah has that wonderful promise that the Lord will recall the covenant between myself and you and every living creature of every kind. That is new. And it still stands as a promise today. Humanity is ruled by the ego and only tends to see I, me, mine 
in these kinds of relationships. But the covenant is with every living creature. Today the time seems right for this part of the message to be heard. The number of young people battling for the benefits of the planet, wanting to end the effects of plastics on the ocean and deforestation in the atmosphere. It's wonderful to see. The rainbow in the story of Noah is a sign of the love between humanity, God and all living creatures and the planets. I set my bow in the skies and it shall be a sign of my covenant between me and the earth. This relationship is renewed with the offer of the new covenant with Jesus. It does not go away or become void. It is present historic. The rainbow is a great sign of the kingdom of God, a new life that is offered for all creation. Fasting, prayer and almsgiving are the traditional tools we've been given to fight our inclination to keep saying no. How can these tools be used by me this Lent, this time, to help me say yes again? We do this not alone, but with Jesus, by acting on his word, by taking his actions as our own, by sitting in his presence. Because this offer, this covenant, it includes the whole of creation, which is designed to encourage a victory of love at Easter. In the message of the kingdom of God, Jesus is announcing this new covenant, a new way of entering into a relationship with God, which includes all past covenants and future ways of saying yes to God also. If we want to pray, and that's one of the key elements, fasting, prayer and almsgiving, but prayer is where we have to really bring ourselves into the presence. And some people might ask, how long should we pray? How long should we keep on this effort? Well, Richard Rohr says, um, in answer to that question, how long should we pray? He says, pray until you reach a yes. And by that, he says, it means when we say yes to God, not when God says yes to us.